Welcome to Charmaine Wilson, the Australian Comedian Podcast. Good morning and welcome to my podcast where we discuss everything about love, loss, life and the afterlife. Today we are going to be discussing the grief after losing a mum. So I thought that was one of the most important um, deaths that we need to discuss. Okay, so a lot of a lot of you guys out there have lost your mum, including myself. I lost my mum when I was 42. She was only 63. My personal mum... <laughs> She's, she was great, but she suffered a lifelong battle with asthma. Yeah, she was one of the worst asthmatics I've ever met and hopefully perhaps the worst asthmatic I will ever met because she was terribly bad with her asthma. But anyway, so she left at 63. I know a lot of you out there have actually lost a mum, so I really wanted to talk about that today and why is this such a hard loss I think the major reason that it's such a hard loss for those of us who've had a great relationship with our mum is because our mums are the first people who we fall in love with. As soon as we open our eyes and can see even shapes, that first shape that we're generally seeing is our mother. Now, I know this might not be the case with everyone, but I'm talking about people at this second who get on with their mums. So the first shapes we see are our mother, the first voice we hear is our mother the first heartbeat we feel is our mother's while we're in the womb. So it's a little wonder that the large majority of us have a wonderful relationship with our mother. And, um, you know, usually we continue to do that throughout the remainder of their life. So when we lose them, it's little, it's, it's little wonder that the child inside of us just cries and screams for them. And I know that some of you out there have a very, very hard time detaching from the death of your mother. So I find that it's very important to talk about this. One of the things that your mother did was gave you life and she gave you life because she envisioned you growing up and, you know, doing amazing things or well, who knows what, you, what our mothers envisioned when they first looked at us. We only know what we envisioned with our kids, don't we? But our mums would have envisioned the same thing. And I've got to tell you guys who are not wanting to move forward after losing a mum, she gave you life. The last thing she wants you to do is waste it by spending your whole time being absolutely destroyed that she's passed. We need to remind ourselves again and again and again that those 75 years is the lifespan of a body that doesn't have any illnesses or doesn't have any um, faults. That is the lifespan of a body that can be achieved without medication Okay, but it doesn't, it rarely, rarely does that happen. The large majority of us will have some form of medication or illness before the time we are 75. So when you were thinking about how deep the loss has been of your mum, I want you to remind yourself of that. You were not promised 75 years for your mum. You were not promised that. You, we all just believe that we're promised 75 years, but we're not. It's They really should take away the average lifespan. For instance, the average lifespan of a donkey is 45 years. Not all of them live to 45 years. Some live a little longer. Most live less. The average lifespan of a bulldog, for instance, that was my dog, was 8 to 10 years. My bulldog lived for 12 years. So 
average lifespans are something that we really need to disregard in a lot of ways because otherwise you're going to go through life feeling ripped off that you didn't get that 75 years. And, you know, fair enough that you're going to feel ripped off that you didn't get it. But there's no sense um, hanging on to that feeling of being ripped off because the fact is if you got your mum for 60 years or for 40 years of your own life, weren't you lucky? Because my own mother, for instance, she was in her 20s when her mum died. And I know that some of you out there didn't even get to grow up with your mums because she died either in childbirth or when you were very young. So for those of you out there, I just want to level the field a little bit who've had your mum for 60 years plus. God, aren't you lucky? Aren't you lucky that she stayed so long? So I really want you to put that in perspective when you are feeling um, a little bit bad for yourself, a little sorry that your mum isn't still here. One of the things that we lose with our mums, for those of us who got on with our mums, is our confidant, the person who we tell everything, the person who is meant to help us through grief. I know that was the case for me. Um, after my mum died, I, said, I didn't have anyone to help me through her grief. She had helped me through both Martin, Crystal, my grandfather, and all the other deaths I went through, but she was not able to help me through her grief. So it was like all of a sudden I had to grow up really quickly and um, sort my own grief out. You know, I, I was lucky in a way because I was already a medium when my mum passed away, so I understood that it's only a matter of time before we meet again. Um, during readings, mums are really quick to come through, by the way, particularly if you had a wonderful relationship. 90% of the time, as soon as I open the door to my reading room, there's a mother waiting for me and they will be straight in. So you've got to know that your mothers are definitely watching you from, their, from, from above or from their, from their place in the afterlife. They are definitely watching you. And they are very, um, as mothers, we're always going to be worried. But I don't know if they worry so much in the spirit world. But I do know that they are very quick to come into readings. Um, very, very on the money, okay? So when we lose our mum, it's, it's, it is a really, really hard process. Now, if you lost her suddenly, as in all deaths that we lose suddenly, it's going to be a little bit hard to, to accept. So if she had a sudden heart attack and was perfectly healthy or she had a stroke in the middle of the night, that, that's going to be a bit tough there, guys. And, and it's going to be... Like, like any death that is out of the blue, you are going to have to take go through the shock and, and denial and all those things. But take it from me. The one thing that your mother wants you to know is that generally these mothers who had great relationships with their kids, they generally have had a great life and they have generally, you know, they might have had some hardships in their life. But from all the mothers that I have brought through who have passed away, with a wonderful relationship of their life with their kids. That's all they really wanted anyway. That's all we really want is to pass away with the respect and love from our children. So if they have achieved that, they have achieved a mighty goal. Now, I've seen a lot of you ladies out there, some of you are quite young, who really are not coping well without your mum and are really flaying all around and losing it. Now, if this is you, if you really cannot cope with the mother figure in your life, it may be time for you to get a little bit of help with counselling, grief counselling. Um, honestly, a medium reading will do you the world of good if you can get yourself a reputable medium. But honestly, your that is the last thing that your mum would want. I understand that a lot of people feel that if they're not honouring their person 
by being in deep grief and by saying I can't live without you. I understand that that, in a in my view, an awkward way of telling your people that you love them. They know you love them. They knew you loved them when they were still alive. They definitely know you love them now. So you don't have to say, oh, my God, if I enjoy my life, my mother's going to think that I really, really don't love her. That is so untrue. There is nothing more they like than to see you enjoying your life, moving forward, handling your kids, doing the day-to-day stuff that you have to do. And they know that you're going to feel sad about them, but they're really, honestly, they don't want you to fall apart for too long when they pass. Of course, of course, for a while. But your mums want to know that they raised you to be a strong woman or man who is able to cope without them. That's what they want to know because when they see that you are flailing around without any ambition or and you're doing that for an extended period of time say six to twelve say 12 months and you're still flailing around when they see that in a way they realize that somewhere along the line they had failed you with the lesson of acceptance and they know that they have failed you because you are not coping without them where they went to heaven thinking that they had taught you all the skills to cope So I want you guys who are insisting on deep grieving for more than 12 months on your mama to really think about that because she might be sitting up there thinking, oh boy, I buggered that up, didn't I? So your mums are generally very, very present as soon as the reading door opens and they will always be looking over you or at you from the afterlife okay so yeah you've got to grieve but don't stay there for too long with your mamas let them make make them proud make them proud of the mother they were by saying okay yep gonna go put me big girl britches on right now and I'm gonna be able to do this without my mum and it's going to be hard you're going to miss her the amount of times you're going to reach for the phone to call her is ridiculous I still think about that, okay, not so much now because my mum passed in 2006, so that's a long time ago. But, you know, you still miss them. I still miss mum. This uh, Being a medium, I just say to her, did you see that? Because <laughs> I know that she sees all of the things that I am doing. I know that she sees the shows I'm doing. I know that she's present. I want you guys to know the same thing. Your mum, your spirit people are present in your life. So... For those of you who had a wonderful relationship with your mum, continue that wonderful relationship that you had by honouring their parenting, by saying, okay, mum, you taught me well and I am going to survive without you until we meet again. Honour her parenting because that's what they really want, okay? Now I want to talk about to those of you who did not get on with your mum, whose mum was not present, whose mum was absent whose mum may have been an addict and chose drugs over you. You know, that's, I always find that so hard. I I, I was so blessed to have such a great mum. I I find, I really do feel for you guys because you've spent your whole life looking for the missing mother figure and now she's gone. It must be really hard to know how to feel, how to feel about that, that she's gone, that all chances are gone to make up for that. But I've got to say, 
Have you had a mother that treated you like shit? That really wasn't present in your life? And is now gone? Don't eat your heart out too much about them because they weren't really in your immediate soul group. Now, I want to explain that. You may have listened to some of my soul contracts, etc. Um, talks on this podcast. Some of us do not have a soul group member for a mother. The mother that we have may be a second or most likely, if they are a real shabby mum, a third or fourth soul group member. Why would you have chosen such a mother? Why? I mean, I chose a mother to nurture me. Why did you chose, choose a mum in your pre-planning area to not nurture you? Well, it may be something to do with a past like karmic balance that you may have with that person. I can never be sure. Or it may be that you want to learn the lessons of total independence from a very young age. I have found that people who do not have a great mother a lot of the times are really exceptionally high-powered, um, you know, um, high, high mo- excuse me, not powered, highly motivated people because they've got to prove it to themselves a time and time again. They don't have this parent figure to lean back on, okay? So if you are unlucky enough or lucky enough to have – if you are unlucky enough to have – excuse me, I'll go back – if you were unlucky enough to have a parent, a mother that really was not mothering you and you were looked after by other people or thrown into the foster system, I hope that for whatever reason that that has made you a much stronger person. A lot of the times we forget that our mothers who have us at 20 or 17 or 16, they're still children and a lot of them don't have a clue and some of them, unfortunately, when they have children as children, really do not have this mother instinct in them. Now, I'm not trying to make excuses for them. I'm just trying to make you understand that your mother may not have that inbuilt in her. She may, she may not have been ready to have a baby and for that reason she may have been perhaps a little resentful to the fact that you came along. I mean, there's countries that won't allow people to, you know, get rid of their babies now, you know, um, lots of places now. It's seems to be on the increase and sometimes women are, are, are sometimes women have to have babies that they don't really need or want and unfortunately a lot of the time those children end up in the foster system because unfortunately as much as um, the pro-choice mob want to say oh we'll adopt them they don't want to adopt children at four or five years old who are already damaged they don't want to they want little babies. But these mums who have these babies young, they want to give it a go first. They want to see if they can be a mum. But it doesn't always work out for them because they're not ready and they didn't know they weren't ready or they were forced to have this child and they give it a go. But by the time that they realise that they are not made out to be a mother at this point of their life and that child is in the foster system, nobody else wants a child. And if you are this child, I am so sorry that this happened to you. The laws are not in your favour, ma'am, mister. They are not in your favour. And I feel really bad that this has happened to you. So how can you reconcile yourself with this? Well, for someone like you who has, you know, been through God knows what, I only hope that your childhood has made you strong 
And I have to say one other thing. If you are a parent now, I'm going to lay money that you are a bloody amazing parent. I'm going to lay money that you're an amazing parent because you didn't get parented. So if nothing else, the absent mother taught you how to be a mother. And so perhaps we should thank them for that when they go to the afterlife. It's a hard life when your mum is not maternal. I know that. I know a lot of people who don't have a maternal mum, who don't bring them for Christmas, who don't acknowledge their birthdays. I understand through the many clients that I've seen how hard this is for you guys. But I really want you to look at the other side of the photo, uh, the other side of the picture. Was your mum type of coerced into having a baby she didn't want? Was your mum forced to keep a baby she type of didn't want? Did your mum get any backup from her partner at the time or your father, your birth father? There are so many circumstances around that. And I know as an adult now that you probably think, well, she didn't care enough. Maybe she did care, but maybe she just felt it was all too bloody hard. And maybe, you know, choices were taken away from her. If you have a drug-affected mum or an alcoholic mum, that's another kettle of fish. <laughs> that's another kettle of fish. I want to go to the alcoholic alcohol-affected mums right now. If your mum was an alcoholic before she passed away and had been busy pushing you away despite the fact that you loved her, just know that now she knows how hard you tried. She knows. She knows everything. And her life review, she's going to have to really, all those mothers who neglected their children, who pushed them away later in life because of addiction, etc., etc. All of those mothers are going to have to pay the piper somehow. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to hell. I just feel that my, my, my thing is that once they see their life review and they see how you turned out and they see, now, if, if, if this was a sole contract, right, if it was, because this does happen sometimes, if it was a sole contract and despite the odds you turned out to be an amazing person, your mother knows that her job or the contract that you guys held was done. I'm not saying that all of them are sole contracts, but if you succeeded beyond everything else, then that means your mother's job was done because in that case, in that case, it may be that you are indeed sole group members, but you wanted to gain strength in this life as an individual, okay, without assistance. I know that seems weird that anybody would want to do that, but, you know, some souls are really out there hopping in. You know what I mean? Some of the most famous people in the world were all, you know, basically um, didn't have great parents. Well, I'm not going to say that because I can't got nothing to back it up, so I will research that at a later date. But doesn't matter where you sit. If you've lost a mum that didn't care for you, it's going to be a difficult time anyway. But just know that for those mums who didn't care, they will have to see the results of their lack of caring if your life indeed did go topsy-turvy because of them. They will have to see in vivid detail of what you went through. If your mum dropped the ball... In any way at all, she will know that she has dropped the ball. She will understand vividly upon her entering the afterlife exactly how her life affected other people's lives. So will she try to calmly balance it out? Maybe. It's hard to tell unless it's 
unless you're doing it in a past life regression, but yes. So basically overall, when we lose our mums, it is a bloody hard loss no matter where you sit on it. For those of us who had a great relationship, we're just going to miss them like crazy and we do and you will. And for those of you who didn't have a relationship, well, that chance is forever gone. But for what it's worth, our lovely mums and our not-so-good mums will be waiting for us one day. Never give up on that. Now, one other thing I want to say, if you were lucky enough to have a good mum, learn from her. Be a good mum too. No matter what and no matter where your kids are right now, try very hard to take the lessons you learned from your mum and apply them to your own children and everything. But one thing I know for sure, our mothers love us from the afterlife and, you know, they're ours and we do love them and they're always going to be ours. And quite personally, I hope to have another life with my mum because she was a real good one. But if I don't, if that's not what's going to happen, that's fair enough because I was a lucky, lucky person to have her for the 42 years I did and I hope that you guys can focus on the years you did get and not the time that you feel you've missed out on, okay? One other thing, your mum knows when everyone's pregnant now, in your spirit mum. Your spirit mum meets all the babies before they come out. They're not missing a thing. Remember that before you say, oh, I wish mum was here to see that. She's seen it. She saw it before you did, okay? Never, ever forget that, all right? She saw it before you did. Okay, you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. I will be back tomorrow and we're going to be talking about losing dads. Weirdly, we're doing parent week or parent grief. Have a wonderful day, everybody. I hope that it's as um, – I hope that you have – I just hope today that something happens that makes you feel fantastic because you know why? Because you deserve it. That's why. You deserve to feel fantastic. She talks to angles. Oops, angels. <laughs> You'll come back now. <laughs>